Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right! All right! All right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. What up? In the Bonus, Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, We have a U.S. Open champ. We have a gigantic trade in the NBA. Potential for other gigantic trades. NBA Draft Week. Um... So that's something I've covered now for 20 years. <laughs> it's literally the 20th anniversary of I, I covered LeBron, the LeBron draft. Um, and um, so we'll discuss that throughout the week. But I, I think what I find to be fascinating about the Brad Beal trade is uh, a couple things. One, like we see this with new ownership groups, especially where they want to come in and make a splash, make a change. And um, I I don't know what this looks like. Now, obviously, they need a point guard of some repute in Phoenix, and I don't know how they're going to do that. And then they're going to need a bench and they got to figure out what to do with DeAndre Ayton if they want to keep him. Like there's there's a lot of different things at work, but you, you do have four guys that can really score. Right? Like DeAndre Ayton's not a superstar, but he can he can score. I mean, that's and they're big and they're versatile and are they 
great defensively? Does it feel like a team that's going to win a championship? No, but we're also in the very early kind of formative stages. Um, But it's interesting, you know, like go back and track so many of these teams that win championships and how many of them are, are their core have not only been drafted together, but they've played together. There's something special to playing together for a long time. And I bring that up because this weekend I coached, uh, uh, it's, it's essentially my son's group. Like he's kind of in between ages and grades, especially cause he's a very late bloomer in terms of his size. So this year he's played some with the, uh, eighth graders, some with the seventh graders. And I mean, he is the size of a sixth grader just because of on the maturity kind of scale. And the problem with eighth grade when you're playing in uh, AAU basketball is one, most of the kids are very tall and mature, but two, a lot of them are holdbacks anyway. So they're, they're older and you know, they got mustaches. I, we played against kids with beards and, and like my, my kid's not close to being there, but our, our core group of four or five kids, they've played together for up to four years up to four years and it's amazing because uh, we lost by one point and I probably screwed it up right because we played a team from Utah Utah premier that was that was really good. it was a very fun basketball game and uh, they beat us on the same backdoor play at the end of the game that they beat us on last year and our kids talked about it but uh, I thought I should have switched to his, I don't play zone, but you know, in rare instances to screw another team up, I'll switch to his zone. And then I didn't call a timeout to call play. Like I like to do, but I didn't want to be a control freak and just kind of let my kids figure it out. And we took a really bad shot, really bad shot. But the point was that a lot of that group's magic, right? Like if you took my team, we've had kids that are, we have a, a kid who played with us for a couple of years. Who's, I mean, he's an incredible talent, but he hadn't played, unless you played with them for a couple of years, you just don't have the same understanding of where you, everybody is and how it feels. Now, granted, um, you're going against other teams in many ways in the NBA that they've been put together as well, but there's, there's something to working together for a long time, especially in the sport of basketball that just kind of works, just kind of works. It makes it better. And I'm fascinated to see, you know, that for Kevin Durant, he went from a team that was built together in Oklahoma city to the championships in golden state where he didn't, he was like an add on, right? Like an add on to then Brooklyn, where they tried to kind of create something to now Phoenix, where they trying to create something. And, I also think that there's a lot of people you look at it, you're like, wow, look at the, they didn't get very much in the trade. It does speak to what does the NBA know about Brad Beal that others don't. Now he makes a ton of money, a ton of money. And those contracts, whoo, at some point, you know, the, the, the tax is going to be due and it's going to be punitive. But, um, yeah, I mean, he ends up with the Suns, and part of it is he also has the no-trade clause, so he can dictate where he wants to go. And I don't know if you saw this, his agent, Mark Borrowstein's son, is one of the top executives for the Suns. 
So there's relationships there. But man, the, the whole thing is nuts. Nuts that Brad Beal is on a team with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. And again, like DeAndre Ayton is no slouch. Uh, Look, as for the Wizards, I I do feel like this might be a year too late, right? Where you're clearly going to just empty out the cupboard and start over. Anybody is available, right? Which, you know, you get like at, at some point fighting to just get in the playoffs isn't any fun. It doesn't speak terribly to Brad Beal. It's just we tried the Brad Beal thing. We tried a bunch of trades. We had Russell Westbrook. We tried a lot of stuff. None of it's work worked. The problem is now they're going to tank, and they're going to tank after, after Victor Webanyama is already going to be drafted. It doesn't mean that there won't be more high-level prospects, but I don't know if there's five dudes that can handle the ball like a point guard coming up. So um, Wizards are tanking. Suns have four guys, but not a lot of roster. Then there's the Chris Paul element to it, where uh, I call bullshit on the, well, I found out on a plane. Like, look, dude, you knew you were going to get traded because the talk was you were going to get released going back earlier in the week. So don't go on Good Morning America and be disingenuous and act like you're surprised. I love Chris Paul. I know him as a guy, and I really like him. I thought that was just great TV theater out of Chris Paul. Really, really good. Uh but uh, I, he, I, he's not surprised in any way. And what will happen is apparently they're going to redirect him to the Clippers, which brings up Russell Westbrook, which is really interesting, right? Because he had, by some estimations, a good run with the Clippers. But the Clippers really liked him and valued him. They'd find a way to keep him. But if they're bringing back Chris Paul, he's not coming back. And uh, Michael Winger, who was an executive with the Clippers, is now running the Wizards. And it's a place he's been, albeit with a completely different coach and different cast. Like, if wingers not bring him in the Wizards, that's another team. So, if you're Russell Westbrook and you're like looking around, okay, this is where it gets really weird. You know, really weird. Uh, think of the playoff teams. And then you find me a spot where Russell Westbrook can compete. And you're like, okay, we put him on a non-playoff team. Yeah, but there's going to be got teams that are committed to tanking or committed to younger players. It's going to be a weird offseason for him. Anyway, so that's my thoughts on the, the Phoenix trade. I like Phoenix. I still like Denver better. But when people, we talk about Denver's depth, let's be honest, they're six deep. You know, they're six deep. And let's see what. Let's see what the 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 Suns can put together outside of that big four, or if they can trade DeAndre Ayton and get a couple of pieces that fit really well with this group. That'd be interesting as well. Uh, then you have the U.S. Open, and there's a lot of discussion about the U.S. Open and why they didn't have a lot of tickets because L.A. Country Club bought up the tickets, and it wasn't the greatest course. I I feel like we're all so full of crap. Golf doesn't have any juice without Tiger. That's it. The most we've talked about about golf is simply because, okay, simply because Live Golf and the PGA first were fighting and now they've merged. Yeah, yeah, yes, there were parts of that course which are not US Open worthy. 
But there's another side to it, right? Where golfers are real golf snobs and I don't like this course at all. There's no signature holes. And okay. But if you really want to know why there wasn't the incredible crowds, the guys that brought that were Phil and Tiger. And they aren't, they aren't playing on a Sunday to win the U.S. Open. And so we're kind of back in this like, yeah, I mean, these guys are really good and they're really talented. And Rory was right there and that makes it fun. And, and of course, you know, you had the thought of the possibility that Ricky could win, although he did not play well yesterday. It's just interesting to me on how everyone's in denial of this is exactly what happened to the NBA when Michael Jordan retired. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get to what the Fox said. And now... <laughs> what does the Fox say? Every day at this time in the bonus podcast, Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio, uh, we bring you... Uh, we bring you a portion of a previous show on Fox Sports Radio or Fox Sports 1. Here's Dan Patrick talking about Roy McElroy. Rory McElroy has now gone 33 consecutive majors without winning another major. He won four before the age of 25. But he's still there. He's trending towards winning another major. And you watch him play, and I think you're surprised, at least I am, that he doesn't win more often. Nobody hits it farther than him. It feels like he has the most talent out there. But golf is so much between your ears. These guys all have talent. We know that. And then you start from there. How much talent you have, pretty much you got a lot of guys who not hit it as far, but they may be better with their short game or putting or whatever it is. You kind of fill in the gray areas that you need there. Wyndham Clark did not back down at all. Went toe-to-toe. Best players in the world. And he was the better golfer from start to finish. But you keep... It almost felt like it was Rory being the story. And, oh, by the way, this Wyndham Clark guy's ruining it for us. Come on, what are you doing here? It's Father's Day weekend. You know, Rory's going to win. Or Ricky Fowler's going to win. How dare you ruin Father's Day weekend? And he didn't. He hit every great shot that you want a player, a champion to do. And that's what you want in these moments. I didn't want him to falter so Ricky could win or Rory could win. Those are great storylines easily consumable, and you can spend a couple of days talking about that. Wyndham Clark proved that he had exactly what Rory or Ricky or John Rahm or Scotty Shaw, any of those golfers uh, have. Uh, he was awesome. He was awesome. And, and if you know his story, he was at Oklahoma State and he left uh, because his mom had breast cancer, which she eventually passed away from. And... Um, uh, he's a beloved guy in in Stillwater, so yeah, it, it it is it is weird. Like it's it's not like the NBA. It's not like a lot of the you know a lot of these team sports where you can kind of the, the the Cinderella stories are great, but eventually you play enough games and the bigger names, the better teams sort of win. It wasn't that way for this weekend. He was the best golfer, and um, um played as such even on a Sunday with all that pressure. I just can't imagine all that pressure if you've never won a major before, if you're not like a guy who's used to playing in the last group, if you're not a guy who's used to playing with that amount of spotlight. That's just got to be unbelievably difficult. Here's Craig Carton talking about Shohei Otani. He's a great player. We know he's a great he's player. The best player. The best player in all of sports? Hmm. Right now? Best individual player in all of sports? I would Not if he's never taken his team to a postseason campaign. Mm. At some point, if you are the best individual in a team sport, you got to take your team to the postseason. He's really close. I'm not even saying you got to win it all, but you got to get to a postseason. He's really close. They, they have not gone to the postseason. Oh, no, no. They're in second place right now. He leads his team in every single category, both on the mound so do I. and at the plate. It doesn't plate. mean anything. I don't know. I don't see Greggy's name anywhere on this. (laughs) When I contemplate my softball career, I consider myself (laughs) the show 
Right. In every category? You know what the problem is now? I can't see the ball so good. That's a, I, that's a problem for me. But the, the ball doesn't move that fast. Oh, it does for me. Oh, yeah, man. but that's when you see three balls, you don't know which one to go after. And softball. And yes, it's softball, yes. Okay. I had a tough time seeing the ball on Saturday. Okay. Saturday. In any event, here's the news, the breaking news. Otani's really good at baseball. Yes, he is. Great. Awesome. Great. Yeah, wake me when he makes the postseason. I just, I don't even know what to, I don't even know what to do with that one, right? I mean, what exactly do you do with that one? <laughs> you know, like here's a, it's a, he leads the Angels, who are actually pretty good this year. He leads the Angels in every statistical category, every one, except for saves, because he's not a closer. He leads the Angels in every category except for one that saves. It feels, it feels like an impossibility. So the weird thing about the Major League Baseball playoffs is we've had, when was the last time we had a coronation based upon playoff success? Right, Like in the NBA, it does work that way. You, you got to do something in the postseason for us to consider you like one of the all-time greats. Baseball is not that way. It hasn't been that way. He hadn't even played in the postseason. He hadn't played that long. Remember, he missed because he had the the Tommy John that he couldn't pitch coming back from the the Tommy John, where he was just a hitter. But like, I, I mean, here here's a question: You guys do remember? Uh, maybe you don't. Uh, Jason Stewart, who was in the World Series last year? Let's see. The Astros won it. Mm-hmm. Um. They played the Phillies, right? Uh, was the Phillies last year? Yes. Astros over Dodgers. Phillies, yeah. 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 I mean, it, but but, like, do we? I don't. I don't feel like any playoff success or world. Even the like when they had the Braves and. Do you feel like there's been any coronation based upon playoff success recently in baseball? Well, if you're talking about individuals. Yep. Remember, Bryce Harper carried that Phillies team to the World Series. Yes. And I guess to uh, add it to what you're saying now, did that change the way you feel about Bryce Harper? Yes. Isn't that kind of what you're going for here yes. with the show, Hesa? So I would say I don't think anything that Shohei does this year will keep him with the Angels. I think they're trying their best. Uh, I don't think it'll work. I think he'll be gone, whether they make the playoffs or not. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, he's, he's very, very likely to be gone. The, the only scenario, the only scenario in which he's not gone is they go to the playoffs, do well in the playoffs, and Artie just completely opens up the bank. But, I mean, most people believe it's the Dodgers and, you know, uh, it's, it's in the realm of, 60 million a year and because there's a gigantic Japanese fan base proximity to Japan having essentially their own network like all of that makes sense you you can't have a guy who is this type of universal superstar frankly playing for the Angels and I'm an Angel fan you you can't do that for Major League Baseball they need to get him on, uh, on the Dodgers or Yankees more so than even the Mets. Is that fair, um, 
J. Stu? It is. Yeah, no, that is. That makes sense. I mean, they, they just they can't. You can't. I mean, Mike Trout has his his career. It's not over. And and he's having a good year. He hit a home run last, yesterday. I think he's got uh, 15 on the year. He's hitting like 250. He's still a great player. But the peak of his career has seemingly come and gone. And it hasn't resonated much. And a lot of the reasons because he's been on a crummy team. It's just the reality of it. Baseball needs needs Shohei Otani on a uh, on the Dodgers or the Yankees. Here's Colin Cowherd talking about Chris Paul. It's crazy to me how many people are pushing back on Chris Paul to the Clippers. For three years, I've watched this team with a great owner and a great coach and two phenomenal wing players have no facilitator and try to make Kawhi Leonard, who in his prime was not a facilitator. He's been a get a bucket, get a stop guy. He's never been get a teammate, an easy jumper guy. Westbrook's a score, bad hands, not great vision. It's not who you want leading you, and he needs the ball all the time. Chris Paul is the classic facilitator on a team with a great owner, a great front office, a great coach, and terrific wings. Yes, it would be better if he was 28, not 38, but he's not, and it would kind of be odd if he had a 21 or 22-year-old point guard with Kawhi and Paul George anyway. I would prefer a younger Chris Paul. But Kawhi's not a leader. Kawhi's not verbal. Check, check. Chris Paul is both. Not everything is a six-year plan. We talk about this all the time. I say that's about Bryce Young, Carolina Panthers quarterback. Not every player has to be a 401k. Well, the big question is, is really simple. The big question is, um, can Chris Paul stay healthy enough to help you when you need him most? Because, of course, I agree with what Colin's saying. Um, and and the Chris Paul style of playing the position, those those guys are few and far between that can be starters in the NBA. And they are good enough defensively to hide the fact that, though Chris Paul was very good defensively in his prime, is not now. So all of that makes sense. The issue with Chris Paul is going to be health and age at the end of next season. That's That's really the extent of it. That's what the Fox said. Ah! What does the Fox say? Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's find out what's annoying Jason Stewart. And now... It's your annoying. Doug, did you um did you happen to see this story regarding uh Jack Jones over the weekend? Uh Jack Jones was let me get the uh for whatever reason, I just closed out the story that I was reading. Okay. So um so Jack Jones is a uh, corner for the Patriots. He was arrested at Logan Airport last week for carrying a loaded firearm. Um, he had two firearms in his carry-on luggage. Yeah, he tried to board a plane with, with two guns. Um, which is really ironic because they found this tweet from 30 days ago uh, from Jack Jones at Ja Morant. Dumb. You letting social media and your pride ruin your real money. Put them guns down and run that money up. Make one of your homies sign up for security or concealed carry if you feel like you need it that bad. But you the breadwinner, you got to start acting like one. Uh, 30 days later, Jack Jones arrested for carrying two guns onto a plane. You can't fix stupid, right? <laughs> dumb, dumb. It, and and it wasn't like checked into his luggage. It was there were two um, handguns, and I and there was ammunition in there too. Like, yeah, it's it, among the dumbest <laughs> things ever. Right, among the dumbest things ever. 
Because, like, I I think this is dumber than the crack addict who gets caught with crack, right? Like, walking into a place where you know... Like, I think that's dumber because he's a crack addict. If you're If you're hooked on crack, your brain's not functioning properly anyway. I almost give me use that as an excuse. Does that make sense? Yes. Right? Like, why would you walk into a police station knowing there's police dogs with crack in your pocket? And like the answer is like, well, he's on crack. So duh. Why would you try to carry on two um, semi-automatic handguns? With ammunition, and I, you're like, well, the ammunition was. It might be like well, the ammunition wasn't in there. Like, and? and you put it in the clip, and you get like, it's among the dumbest self-inflicted wounds. I, I actually think the Plaxico Burris thing, outside of wearing sweat sweatpants, where it could have gone off and whatever, but like, I actually understand the Plaxico thing. You know, Plex had guns, and others were registered and whatever, and the thing went off and shot him. And that was a that was a bad deal, but when you're Plexico Burris, maybe you think you need protection. It's not the smartest thing in the world. It is not nearly as dumb as this. Bringing two guns and ammunition into a carry-on is one of the all-time dumbass moves, and it's annoying. And the the tweet that he sent at Jaw was like coming from a place of, I am into guns. I have guns, but I'm responsible with my gun. He was, he was trying to give advice from a guy who really knows how to handle his guns. Uh, that is, it's very funny. So, uh, the Braves are my second candidate here. The Braves are annoying. I don't know if you saw this, but they, uh, they released Charlie Culberson yesterday for assignment. So they DFA'd Charlie Culberson, like a utility infielder. He wasn't a part of the team. That's not the annoying part. The annoying part was that Charlie Culberson's dad was scheduled to throw out the first pitch. Oh, my God. Yeah, on Father's Day. Oh, my God. Yeah, so they um, so they, they DFA'd him and had to make a change of plans. So Culberson's dad didn't throw out the first pitch. Oh, my and God. said they had Michael Harris's dad throw out the first pitch, who Michael Harris went five for five. Um, but Braves, like just any sense of timing whatsoever. That couldn't have been done even a few hours later. Well, that's where the, you know, you, uh, the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing, right? That's exactly what it is. You know, it's like, it, it, it looks so bad, but obviously like that's the marketing department and the promotions department did like if you're Charlie Culberson's dad, did he take the trip? Was he there? And then they told him that's unclear by what I'm reading. It just says they, they changed the plans for the first picture. Those plans changed after, um, Yeah. After he was DFA, so I don't know. I don't know how far he was into this uh, this commitment. Have you ever thrown out a first pitch? No, but I would love to. It's really cool. I did it with the Angels. You did? Yeah. Did yeah. you go to the top of the mound? Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. great. It had some some heat, a little late tail. Uh, <laughs> if it was a if it was a two strike pitch, um, I think it would have tailed in and struck the guy out. Otherwise, probably a ball. But is, what, there, is there video of this? There has to be somewhere. I'm gonna find to be that. somewhere. I'm jealous. I've always wanted to do that. It's a it's a very cool thing. It's a very very cool thing. What else is annoying you? All right, so this is the big one. Uh, the Dodgers just got swept by the uh, Giants. Okay, that's humiliating enough, and they got killed by the Giants. Um, 
There's a piece in the LA Times today that describes how bad the Dodgers pitching staff is. Um, in the 66 years of playing baseball in Los Angeles, they've never had worse numbers. Um, the A team uh, low 4.66 ERA, that's 25th in the majors. Uh, their bullpen is 29th in the majors in the ERA, 5.04. Um, they're just getting pelted every time they come to a game. And, and maybe like the um, the – perfect example of the Dodgers pitching this season was Friday night they had this kid up from double A and he threw six no-hit innings was pulled by Dave Roberts of course not because he's a, a kid out of double A because Dave Roberts hates no-hitters he he hates depriving or he loves depriving fans of no-hitters uh, so they pull him <laughs> with a four-run lead throwing a no-hitter and the bullpen gives it up and, and if that's not the like wake up call for a front office with a lot of means and a lot of resources to go out and fucking get a closer and start working on this bullpen, I don't know what is. So uh, Dodgers bullpen, Dodgers you're bullpen. annoying. I'm I like I I'm actually going to go with that, just because. I mean, I I thought they hung on to Kenley Jansen like two years too long. I, I get that he was a great Dodger, but they like if you couldn't see it coming. You know, going back a couple years ago, I, I don't even like they won the World Series in spite of not because of having him. And then they went out and got Kimbrell last year. That didn't work. Right. Um, like he didn't close in the World Series, if I remember correctly, when they won the World Series. No, before the postseason, they said Craig is not the closer. Uh, we're going to do it by committee. Yeah. And, and this is, but I think the troubling part of the Dodgers and the annoying part, and this is the nod Dodger fan is. Everyone know, knew this problem. It's been a problem for a couple of years, and that should have been one of the main focuses of the offseason, and it was not. Fair? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Dodgers are annoying. You're annoying! Let's get to our pick of the day. Okay, sir, the bet is to you. All in, baby! It's time for the pick of the day. Pick of the day comes from Major League Major League Baseball. Uh, the New York Mets have had a bit of a, uh, uh, to say a disappointing season is a massive, massive uh, uh, understatement, right? So this is a weird one because it was, um, it was supposed to be, I thought Max Scherzer was supposed to pitch tonight. Yeah, he's pitching tonight. Max Scherzer, who has been a great pitcher, winning Cy Young Awards in the American National League, he'll be a Hall of Famer. But this year, ERA is at 4.45. Now his whip isn't bad, right? 1.24. 60 strikeouts, 14 walks. He hasn't been nearly the normal Max Scherzer. He's going against Hunter Brown. Uh, Hunter Brown's a rookie. Off to a great start. He's uh, a 6'2 kid, originally from Michigan, with a 3.35 ERA. He's got 83 strikeouts already this year. Remember, you're talking about uh, 75 innings, 83 strikeouts. By comparison, Max Scherzer, 56 and two-thirds innings, 60 strikeouts. The Astros are at home. They're favored for a reason. Give me the Astros. A little bit of easy money on a Monday. That's our pick of the day. All right, that's it for the In the Bonus podcast. Check out the daily Doug Gottlieb show on radio. And, of course, you're going to hear it upcoming next. If you're listening to this pod, I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is Fox Sports Radio. 
Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.